Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from the Amazon Prime Video original series, Lore. Based on the terrifying podcast, Lore explores haunting real-life tales that give rise to our modern-day myths and legends. Watch the new season October 19th, only on Prime Video. I don't even know why I bother anymore. You're not just talking about coffee here. No, I mean with anything. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like I've just been, been so depressed. Uh, how, how, how was your weekend, Bob? I had a great weekend. I went to see uh, Red Barat on Friday. Oh, good for you. Red Barat, bring joy into my life. Hmm. And their new material is kind of nice and jazzy, too. So it's a little different than just the go-go-y party mm-hmm. stuff that they do. They're, uh, uh, oh, and then... Uh, and then Saturday night, uh, I went and saw Big Thief. Oh, well, it sounds like you just had a wonderful I weekend. I had a Bob. great weekend. And you? Uh, it's funny you should ask that. Um, <clears throat> here, here's what my weekend sounded like. This, this of course, was the... You're watching... This is the sound of me watching my beloved Kansas Jayhawks take a nosedive on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Not again! In the Elite Eight, round of Elite Eight oh, in the tournament. Jesus. Every year. I. Oh, it was just the most horrifying. I, I've just been. I've just been so dejected and depressed. I. You know, we've talked about this uh, once or twice or 14 times before. Oh, pretty the, much every the, year. This is. The, you taught me the definition of insanity, which is. <laughs> If you want to repeat it? No, I know. You're doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting, expecting different results. Yeah. Yeah, but every right. year you think, no, this this is the year. That's why it's insane. So I'm going to if, just... if, a, if, a, if, a team, if this team couldn't do it, then nobody can. I don't get it. I, listen, but before we go, I want to say a special shout out to National Player of the Year, Frank Mason, in case he's listening. He tweeted after the game, I feel like my life is over. And I just want to say, Frank, we adore you. You gave us some great years. Many more great years ahead of you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, it is over. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of time to We've be depressed about you. Kansas basketball. Don't worry about it. No. He, I, I just I felt for him and all the other kids on that team. I think that whole idea, I mean, you should just enjoy the game. There, it was not enjoyable. That was the part. That was the part that hurt so much. But there must have been great plays and... and uh, no, it was just, yeah, for the other team. Yeah, so... Yeah, they shot the yeah, lights it's, out. It's the... Mm-hmm. Anyway, bigger picture. They gave us a great season. Oh, my <laughs> kid. <laughs> yeah. the, the coffee cup that he's sipping from says, I wish I were dead. Uh, it's and, just, uh, and this per- cloud will hang over me until can, November. Can you play something that you like? I can do that. You know what? Let's play the new Perfume Genius. Okay. I, I've been enjoying that all week. Yeah, Mike Adreas, uh, this Perfume Genius, he returned with new music late last week. You know, his first couple of records were sort of quiet, kind of intimate and introspective, these delicate little things mostly. And then back in 2014, he put out this record called Too Bright, and his sound got really big, right? It was just sort of defiant, angry at times. Um, it largely confronted uh, what he saw as other people's perceptions of him as a gay man. 
And now he's back with this new record uh, called No Shape. It's out later this year, and his sound gets even bigger and even more defiant, and it is just incredible how big it gets. Well, a, lot of, a lot of nice, delicate moments. There like, too, are. Nice, yeah. There are, but then these sudden shifts yeah. uh, into just this this monstrous sound. Uh, the first single from the record is called Slip Away. This is a song that he says he wrote to his boyfriend. Slip Away as in uh, you're winning all year long and then you lose. <laughs> uh, hit the song. Almost makes me feel good. That's how great that song is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love the direction that uh, Mike Andreas has been going with his music these, these last two records. He says that this song, it's a love song, but also a protest song. There's defiance in it, but there's also joy in it and a call for self-empowerment. There's this great line in it, uh, the refrain, where he says, Oh, love, they'll never break the shape we take. Let all them voices slip away. I think this Perfume Genius record will definitely be one of the best of the year. I think when we start looking back here in another, oh gosh, it's probably only eight more, what, eight more months? <laughs> we'll be thinking about the best of the year. Not even. Perfume Genius, the record's no shape, and it is out May 5th. May 5th. 
So about an hour ago, before we walked in the studio, uh, I saw a note that said, headline, Sufjan Stevens, Bryce Dessner, Nico Muley, and James McAllister join forces for Planetarium. Uh, there's a new record coming out from those four. Called a, Planetarium. Called Planetarium, and it's a project they've been working on for in different ways for a while. They, uh, they did performances of this stuff a uh, handful of years back of these songs, and now they've taken and reworked uh, the music of Planetarium. An album comes out June 9th on 4AD. I'm going to play this song. Who's, uh, there's a lyric video that we just put up on the site worth following the words of this song. And like so many of things that Sufjan writes about, these words are about spirituality, our place in the world. And, uh, and the song I'm gonna play is called Saturn. Take this body blood 
Sufjan Stevens behind uh, the auto-tune there, and um, Bryce Dessner's doing the guitar, James McAllister's percussion and effects, and Nico Muley is a sort of did the orchestrations that are the basis for these remade versions of the song, the original orchestrations. Can't wait to hear the album. The album comes out June the 8th. Uh, but this is all I've heard. I'm curious to hear more. I, 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 I definitely pray to the church of Sufjan. I mean, I love just about everything he does. And I know he's done a lot with autotune over the years. This one didn't work as well for me. And I don't know if it's because of the melody or what. I'm not sure. But I need to spend more time with it. And I'm uh, the opposite, which is I'm usually one of the first to tune off that particular vocal yeah. effect. I don't know, I broke right through it when I watched the lyric video and we just followed the words, which was so intense, and I'll let you have that experience yeah. for yourself there. Let's go to Philadelphia and Talia Schlanger from uh, World Cafe. Let's go to her song, because I think her song's going to work really well out of this. Stand by. Through the magic of electricity, you're on the air! Yes, Whoa. Talia! <laughs> <laughs> you were Yes. Hi, Dr. Bob. How are you? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Getting a lot of bounce back, however. Oh, no. I turned down my headphones. I don't know if that's helpful for you. Maybe it's the excitement that I feel about talking to you that is emanating all the way from Philadelphia to D.C. and, like, bouncing back at you, perhaps. What is it that you're excited about? Robin's here, too. He's not excited because I don't have his mic on. (laughs) How do you feel about the Jayhawk game, Talia? Pretty, pretty cru- About, crushed, yeah. I, I, you know what? I've, I haven't been more crushed in recent memory. Tell him you don't care. Would you just tell him the truth? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's not make many yeah. bones about it. I, I don't care at all. Not okay. even, not even yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Do you? Are you crushed? Are you feeling upset? He, uh, I'm despondent. Yeah, he's barely oh here. Cr- I'm crestfallen is the word that oh. kept coming to mind. I, I, foolish was the <laughs> word that kept coming to mind. <laughs> Let's just play some music. Oh, well, you know what, Robin, if, if you're feeling despondent, I got something for you that might make you feel a little bit better, I think. See, we keep doing um, coffee. I don't have coffee for you at all, but what I do have is sort of the olive branch, the final olive branch in a, in a rivalry that began at the height of Britpop in the mid-90s and might have been troubling you ever since between uh, Damon Albarn of Blur and Noel Gallagher of Oasis. Um, oh. Yeah. I don't know if you rem- remember the epic sort of rivalry that they engaged in in the mid-90s. I, I, I do. I was there for that. I mean, if they can make you, up, you can get over this, is what she's saying. Th- that's exactly what I'm saying. So, yeah, so 95, um, the, you know, the British media made a huge big deal of this. Oasis, like, working-class guys from, you know, northern England, Manchester, and Blur, these sort of, like, ritzy art school kids. And they were both in really successful bands, released a single on the same day, had this big competition, who was going to outsell who blur outsold Oasis by 50,000 singles. Oasis cried lies or something to that effect <laughs> yeah some other four-letter word and you know Noel said some pretty awful things and we never thought they would ever get in a room together let alone show up on a piece of recorded material together as they did last week um, Damon Albarn's project of course Gorillaz um, and they've got a new record coming out at the end of April Damon invited Noel Gallagher to come and sing on the song that I'm about to play for you a song about the power to love one another there whoever you thought go. this would happen yeah. Get over it, Robin. Right? Robin, <laughs> we got the power to, to do that, as you're going to hear them sing. We got the right? power. All right, let's do this thing. Gorillas, okay. we got the power? Yeah. 
Did we do it? Are your fists in the air, Robin? <laughs> no, my face was They're in my hands. Is, is that the same? <laughs> is that the same thing? In some circles, yes, it is. Um, and you know, in, in all the excitement about Noel Gallagher appearing on that track, I forgot to say that Jenny Beth um, from Savages does the female vocals, and she's oh, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty great. Right. We're taking a temperature in the room here. It, it went up a little bit in a good way. Not as Half in heated with anger. No. Uh, yeah, as in feeling this, a little better. Yes. Okay. This is one of several songs that Gorillaz dropped all at once, right? They dropped four of them uh, towards the end of last week and then put on this secret show in London on Friday night, I think it was, at um, at Printworks, um, where all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, Noel uh, and Danny B and De La Soul and Pusha T all showed up on stage to play pretty much the entire upcoming album that they've got. So they've got wow. four singles out now that you can hear. But yeah, people people in London, can you imagine being there? They the Madness, total madness. And apparently they like dug back and played Feel Good Inc. and, and a few other Gorillaz favorites. They're just going all out. Love it. I want a cartoon yeah. gorilla's tiny desk. Can, is that a lot to ask? <gasps> oh my I don't gosh. think that that's a lot to ask. You're Bob Boylan. You're Robin Hilton. <laughs> this is nothing is too much to ask. Like, yeah, you're Bob Boylan not. and the other guy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, come on, she I said, said you're Bob your Boylan, and Robin no, Hilton. I said your full name. I think that <laughs> I don't kidding. know what the. <laughs> you're having a rough day, Robin. It's I'm thinking okay. of that Paula. Um, oh my gosh, he's getting old. 
Paula. Oh. Let's make him feel bad again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pulling out all the name? stuff. Paula. Uh, uh, Abdul, Paula Abdul Cole. Yes, Paula. Paula I'm thinking of Paula Abdul, that MC really? scat cat or whatever his name was, cartoon from the 80s, uh, where she's she's dancing with this cartoon. The song was Opposites Attract. 1989. 1989. Now your brain goes back that far. That's good. <laughs> Little fizzy sounds and pops and crackles. Well. Going back that far, I have something that's going to really match what Talia just played in spirit and uh, in sound and in message. Talia, have you heard the new Family Crest uh, song yet? Oh, yes, I have. Okay, so wouldn't that go great after this? Yeah, it would. I can't wait. I'll happily hear it again right about now. Awesome. So this morning we premiered this cool video uh, for a song by the Family Crest. It's called uh, Mirror Love. I don't know if you... Robin, remember the, the Family Crest? They're sort of a, yeah. a seven-piece. They're orchestral. But one thing they love to do is engage community. And they do it by having these extra family members, so to speak, they, they, this extended family. So they'll go to a town and they'll get like, you know, 30 people to come sing with them or whatever, you know, totally up my alley, right? Yeah. Uh, and so this song is all about looking at the world of politics today, seeing people do not much more than hitting like buttons on posts. In other words, too much apathy, although people are, you oh, know, liking... Clicking the like yeah, button is the equivalent of a, a conversation a, in or, today's... Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I liked it on your page. So I'm going to play the song called Mirror Love. That's a good name. Yeah. And the video is gorgeous. Oh, my God. You, you see it and you'll know why I like it. Also, like fractals and mirrors and stuff like that, yeah. Mirror love. We're hoping 
love the lyrics. It says uh, something to the effect of who we want to be versus uh, who are we going to be. Just, yeah. Bob, that was such a perfect compliment to the um, to the gorillas tune, this whole group vocal thing and people coming together. And you know what else I really love about that mirror love? Did you notice how the horn lines, they start off as single voices there and then are joined? Like on each of the horn lines, it starts out as a single voice and then a collective of horns comes in to sort of echo That's it. That's great. Didn't notice that. Yeah. That's awesome. Bert's I was deal. watching the mirrored images of the band in that video, which was extraordinary. And right at the point where it really breaks the song breaks apart it goes kaleidoscopic and coloring and it's just absolutely hypnotizing i thought you were going to say it's appropriate because uh, i had just mentioned mc scat cat and it was those drums were so 80s on that that whole song i thought wow the 80s just will not stop influencing was music this, was the scat cat the drummer on the no the scat cat was just the dancer with <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. but it was very a very 80s video you know at the time you're thinking how do they do that you mean she's dancing with a cartoon robin's about to turn into a cartoon i think over there has that happened that's my whole life it's true Aww. well thanks talia it, yeah. it was uh, it was a nice break from bob robin thank you for having me bob thanks for having me pleasure always a pleasure to talk to you guys talk soon <laughs> bye support for this podcast and the following message come from green chef green chef delivers organic ingredients and easy recipes to cook delicious meals what sets green chef meal kits apart They're USDA certified organic, so you can feel great about what you eat and where it comes from. Cook quick, tasty dinners at home. No planning or grocery shopping required. Go to greenchef.com slash all songs to get $50 off any meal plan. Whoa, I might do that. $50 is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I want to play a couple things. Is everything we do colored, though? Green Chef, Blue Blue Apron. Black tux, blue microphone. Blue microphone and black tux. Wow. That must be like a requirement before you can underwrite this us. This is bizarre. I'm, I'm sorry. There's just no color in your name. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I want to play two things. That they better I, have color in it. They're great. And they came out. Doesn't that sound like somebody? And they're great. Believe me. <laughs> they're so great. They're terrific. Uh, they came out. In, the reason I... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to win this thing. I want to play them before we get too far in the year because they just came out last month, and if I don't play them now, we're never going to get to them. And the first one comes from Hippocampus, and oh, I know good. I know you're a fan of this band. This is a group from St. Paul, Minnesota. They just put out their full-length debut at the end of last month, and you know they got together in high school. They're all in their very early 20s now, and they've talked a lot in their music about being in that awkward in-between age where you're not really a kid, but you're not full-on adult yet. And their music really captures that feeling, I think, captures that time really well, this sort of universal feeling of angst, you know, kind of a mix of of anxiety and hope mm-hmm. and uncertainty mixed in with, with all of that. And this song from their full-length debut, the full-length debut record, is called Landmark. This song, which I will tell you more about when we come out of it, is called Monsoon. After the first of June A pine with arms brushing off the dew Unlike a sky copy, yes, with death 
precipitation of heart and hand She'd wash the rest of her youth away And carry on with it as she may But something's pending curvaciously Cause summer's skin won't agree Pleasure's good as the pleasure sound She helps shut so my heart and talk louder I was a mess just like the pool Our days been crossed out of Sunday school July has always been shy of June Some months and months and months Heavy of a golden hue My monsoon, monsoon, monsoon Monsoon, monsoon going on in this song. So Nathan Stalker is one of the band's singers and songwriters and lyricists, and this was one of the songs that he wrote. And the more I dug into it, the more I realized that it's a song about his sister, who died in a car crash back in 2009. And uh, she was 18 years old. He, he was only 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And he sings in the song, There's a he, he talks, there's a line where he sings about the monsoon that washes her youth away, which is just really crushing. But there's a little bit of um, beauty in this song that I, I couldn't quite put my finger on. And so I, I wrote him about it. And he said that uh, his family, when he lost his sister, that they were determined to not let grief 
overcome them, that they were going to celebrate her life. And uh, he says that this song deals with, and I'm quoting him here, the surprising lack of devastating grief. There was joy in the life that had been lived instead of regret for what could have been. Uh, the monsoon itself became a metaphor for not experiencing that familiar and widely expressed idea of it should have been me and trying to tackle that conflicting guilt, the guilt of not feeling guilty. He said recreating that world uh, in this song was very therapeutic and reward rewarding process for him. So really powerful song, Monsoon, uh, from this record, Landmark, the debut full length from Hippocampus. Just incredible. It's out now. I don't know how you follow that. I'm trying to think of holding that attitude. and How, how you do how, that. How you do yeah. that, yeah. There's a, a new record from Kevin Morby that musically fits the mood of uh, of the hippocampus, at least in instrumentation and tone. The new record's called City Music. It comes out on June 16th on Dead Oceans. It's uh, sort of an ode to cityscapes, and is what Kevin uh, Morby couches this record. Uh, he says uh, about this record, it's a, it's a mixtape, a fever dream, a love letter dedicated to those cities that I can't get rid of, to those cities that are all inside of me. And I hear a lot on this record that uh, stems from the 70s in New York City. And at some point, uh, there's an inspiration you can hear from uh, Patti Smith and Lou Reed. There's yeah. a song on there called One, Two, Three, Four that's just a, an ode to the bygone Ramones, Ramones, uh, all of whom uh, have passed away. And, uh, but I'm going to play the opening cut, which uses this uh, little pump organ that he was in a studio, and he uh, decided to pull it out and see if it worked. And it's from the, 18, the pump organs from the 1800s. The song's called Come to Me Now. Go when you go out at night. 
Such a distinctive voice. Yeah, and also the tone of the band that's behind him is pretty cool. I love that he had this organ that he, he comes into the studio, probably wasn't thinking what this really needs is an old pump organ, but sees this thing and thinks, I'm going to figure out a way to use this. And I mean, keep in mind that drone that was through it all, he's actually pumping with his feet up and down, like riding a stationary bike or something to create that sound. Uh, Kevin Morby's record's called City Music, and it comes out June 16th. That's what we have so far. Wait till you hear more, everyone. He's a great uh, act to see live, too. Somehow uh, all of the elements feel right, even more right, I should say, when you see it live. Speaking of live, by the way, Talia, who was on uh, the show just a few minutes ago, wrote to me and said, if you haven't seen Patrick Watson, he's in town tonight. he was in town last night, and you really ought to go see him. Yeah. And, of course, we're huge fans of him. If you want to feel better... He's playing in town tonight. It's you know, you're right. I, I remember I, I approached him um, after one of his sets I saw a few years ago and uh, told him that his music, music makes me believe in the kind of world I want my kids to inherit, a world of magic. 
everything is just so magical in the sounds that he creates. Well, leave your kids wherever they're going to be tonight <laughs> and just come to the show. See you, suckers. <laughs> Daddy's going to go to a show. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, going to a show and kids, your son is uh, is now going to be a, a, a drummer, right? I mean, well, my you, son or my daughter, I don't yeah, know. I, uh, I, I I have introduced a drum kid into the house, I love and this. and they I have. Uh, we need a blog. We should just do a blog that I mean, maybe you can mask their faces because we, <laughs> <laughs> but, but just like they just, they immediately picked up the drumsticks and just started just wailing on everything, and yeah. I just thought it was glorious noise. I thought I can listen to that all night. You you kids just have at it. Every parent in America is shaking their head, wondering how the. Did you count? That's, that's what be. my dad said. Their grandfather, and he saw it. He's like, "Wait a minute, is that in your house? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> why would you? Why would you put a drum kit in your house just I for the kids love to bang that on?" You did this. Yeah. Anyway, well, we need a drummer. My in my imaginary band. Yeah. So, yeah, and a bassist and a guitarist and a singer, and then we'll be complete. Oh, more babies. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. I have one more thing that I want to play that came out last month. Teen Days. This is one of those records I've... Uh, How do they spell days? Days, D-A-Z-E, yeah. like your day, the days you're dazed in your teens. And uh, they put out a record called Themes for Dying Earth. I say they, it's really Jameson Isaac. He's an electronic musician from Canada. I saw him in Austin uh, just a couple weeks ago, actually. It was very good. This is uh, a, a record that, like so many, when it would come up randomly, I'd stop everything I was doing and listen, what is this? It is just so good. It's an album that he says draws a lot of inspiration from nature, themes for a dying earth, and his anxieties about global warming and all the other things that are slowly destroying this planet. Teen Days, uh, the record's themes for dying earth, and the song I want to play is called Dream City. This was the sound of me hiding under the covers all day Sunday. Another city song. Thank you. 
So I'm, I'm lying there in bed and the camera's zooming in on me and that yeah. last moment my eyes pop open. It's Well, it sounded like the last gasp of breath after your team lost. Well, you know what? This this So I said that this record was uh, from Teen Days is... Uh, is largely inspired by nature and and uh, Jameson Isaac's anxieties about it. The first song on this record is called Cycle, and it is all about his uh, him dealing with his issues of, of anxiety and stress and fears. And this is the second call, uh, song called Dream City. And uh, he says that Dream City is the first step toward finding peace. So it's a transition towards the rest of the record as he tries to come to terms with his feelings and things that he sees happening in the world. I just love the the sounds and the textures and the the moods in that one. Really nice. It's an instrumental cut. He does sing on this record on some of the songs, including that opening cut, uh, but uh, this is the one that I love the most. And it is out now. Themes for Dying Earth. I'm gonna take us out on uh, something in similar tone. Uh, at least in theory. Alex Toth is the jazz trumpeter leading the band Rubble Bucket. So okay, it's kind yeah. of a you know jazz trumpeter leads big rock band. Yeah. Alex was dealing with alcoholism. Uh, there were a number of uh, people, uh, acquaintances he knew, a couple who took their lives. And so he decides he's going to be a sober alcoholic. And he goes to a retreat in Quebec 11 days of meditation. So, right, it's very, very yeah. uh, similar, trying to just bring yourself to that place in your life and find uh, peace. He winds up after three weeks writing what he calls Buddhist-themed experimental punk songs. <laughs> and Alex Toth puts together a band called Alexander F. And through days of wearing, like, nicotine patches and so forth, he's recording this album with, like, the music of Fugazi in his head, right? Mm. And so he makes this record. And like you, I listen to a lot of stuff fairly randomly. And this song kept popping up that I'm going to play for you. And I kept loving all that I heard. And so it's, I'm very excited to, to play this m- new music from Alex Toth. The name of the tune I want to play is You're Such a Kill. You wouldn't think that comes out of a uh, out of a, a meditation session, but uh, there it is. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm sorry for your. Have you ever? Were you ever into sports where you just like just this thing that's just so important to you? Even though, absolutely. What? When I was nine, <laughs> you're saying I'm a, you're I'm acting like a child. I'll, well, let, I'll let that, that, that yeah. play as it will. I, I was a big sports fan when I moved from New York to D.C. It was just literally impossible to be to care for the team you loved and not have people ridicule you for the team you loved. I just let it all go. Mm-hmm. I appreciate a good game, um, but uh, the competition thing is not in me in any way, shape, or form in, you know, when it come, in life in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think we should just all kind of work together and make great things and I don't know what to do with you sometimes. I know, right? Yeah. It's that love thing. <laughs> well, I'm going to play You're Such a Kill. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Take care, Miss Dilton. You too, Bob. Yeah, cheer up. Come to Patrick with me tonight. Yeah. You know, your life will be so much better. I'm glad I caught you Cause you're such a kill You feel like butter And your looks are for real i
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. 